I believe that every woman, if she wants to be a scientist, if she wants to be an artist, if she wants to do whatever she wants, if she's talented, if she has the skills, she has to do it. Hello, this is the Weekly Tradecast, a podcast brought to you by UNCTAD, the UN's trade and development body. I'm Sarah Toms. We're exploring how major events are shaping trade and development and how that affects billions of people around the world. This week, as the United Nations marks the International Day of Women and Girls in Science, we're talking to two young researchers from Egypt and the Philippines who are working to bridge the gender divide. The professors have just completed a one-month fellowship doing cutting-edge health research in Japan. Started in 2020, the program is run by UNCTAD and Okayama University to support young female scientists in developing countries. The STEM areas, science, technology, engineering and mathematics, offer enormous opportunities for women. But attitudes persist that these are fields mainly for men, often leaving women underrepresented or excluded. The Young Female Scientist Programme seeks to break down those barriers by sharing skills, knowledge and inspiration. To hear more about their time in Japan, their work and their plans for the future, we're joined now by our two guests. Dr. Menatala El-Sarafi is an assistant professor and researcher at the Centre for Genomics at the Zuwail City of Science and Technology in Egypt. Her work focuses on DNA repair mechanisms. Dr. Fresel Klimakosa is an associate professor in the Department of Medical Microbiology at the University of the Philippines. Her work centers on preventing and controlling tuberculosis and other diseases. Well, welcome to you both today. Fress, first, how is your experience in Japan now shaping your work and your plans for the future? Well, my, my primary goal when I went to Japan was really to enhance my skills and knowledge with regards to advanced microbiologic techniques, specifically focusing on mycobacteria, handling mycobacteria. And it's really a good opportunity because I'm part of a research program here in the Philippines called Immune. We are trying to leverage host immune factors to control and prevent infectious diseases like TB. So what I've learned from Japan, I'm sure that I'll be able to apply it in our research here in the Philippines. It's life-saving research there, Fres. Mena, what about you? So first of all, my uh, my goal was to study the localization of uh, DNA repair proteins in the presence of a certain cancer drug. And I chose the lab of uh, Dr. Peng Huang because he's interested in cancer a lot and he has a lot of expertise. We did some experiments and we observed very interesting observations that we are following up on now. So we are planning to have long-term collaborations uh, between Egypt and Japan and in his lab and my lab here. Incredible research there from both of you. Frez, what got you interested in science and what challenges did you face? I'm a late bloomer in, in, in scientific research. My goals or ambitions or dream when I was young was really to be a clinician. But being exposed in the hospitals and in, in medicine, I really saw the value of research and innovation when it comes to patient care, as well as to population health. And that's why I entered the field of research. With regards to challenges, the number one I could really think of is funding. There are also some of the bureaucracy with regards to procurement, as well as the prices of medical supplies that we need in, our, in the implementation of our research. It's very striking that in developing countries, the prices of these supplies 
are three times or five times even compared to the developed countries. Actually, in, in, in Japan, when we ordered our primers for our experiment, it only cost six US dollars. But when we order here in the Philippines, it almost costs us 2,000 pesos and that's $50. So that's costly prices compared to developed countries. Yeah, that definitely spells out the problems. Mena, why are the sciences, technology and innovation so important, do you think, for women, particularly women in developing countries? I believe that uh, every woman should do what, whatever she wants. If she wants to be a scientist, if she wants to be an artist, if she wants to do whatever she wants, if she's talented, if she has the skills, she has to do it. You know, Of course, she can contribute to all kinds of fields, so there shouldn't be a ceiling or restrictions to where she is supposed to go and the society should not force her to to walk in a certain path. In general, you can divide the problem in every place in, into maybe governmental and like institutional and then the social part. So I think in Egypt, it's not so much of a government problems because women can become ministers, but it's more of social pressure. So, for example, I have in my lab like 80% women, and I see they struggle a lot with their families because they have the dream of continuing their master's, and then maybe the PhD abroad. There is a lot of pressure to get married, a huge pressure that distracts them a lot from their work. So I'm so glad that uh, my family did not do the, the same, but I think this is like one of the main issues that is facing women scientists. To, to progress further. Also, the, Mina, the, what more do you think needs to be done and who needs to do it to bridge the gender divide then in science and technology? I think that uh, the UNCTAD program with Okayama University is also a great opportunity for women to get exposed to different cultures, make new networks, long-term collaborations. So I believe that more of these initiatives are very important. You, you need like uh, different kinds of fellowships and different kinds of support. So I think that we need more of these initiatives. So, Frez, what do you think needs to be done to bridge these divides? All players, from the individual to communities and to the government level, should be actively participating here. There are already laws and policies that tackles gender discrimination in workplaces and even in, in science. So, appropriate funding for science and also health uh, could help in bridging this divide. In the level of the community, in schools, workplaces, I, I agree with Mena that these kinds of initiative, this program to enhance the potential and to achieve the potential of uh, young women uh, has really a good role in bridging the gap. And also in the family level, for the basic social unit really needs to support the dreams of young women as to what they would like to pursue in life and individually in girls themselves they should not be confined by their gender roles so they do not have to be afraid to go beyond what they are expected to do in life taking care of families taking care of children but dare to do what no one expected them to do so relentlessly pursue what they are passionate about science Really having a love for learning it would really go a long way. And to women in developing countries, uh, maybe you might uh, think that there are limited opportunities, but just like uh, this UNCTAD program, it offers a, a good opportunity. Uh, you just have to search, explore, and even ask people so that you would know about these opportunities. And you will be surprised that many are willing to help. What about you, Mena? What advice would you give? So I would tell them be a role model for other girls. Uh, so many girls are afraid to seek such paths. 
time management is very important for women and men, actually, but even for women more, if she has a kid, manage your time well, you will manage to achieve whatever you want. I try, for example, to be a role model for my uh, my students because I have a little kid. I uh, take care of him and I take care of them also. <laughs> so I try to do mentorship. I try to look at their career uh, path also, like what is best for them. So just try to be an example and to treat people like the way that you would like someone to treat you. What about you, Frez? What would you do to help the next generation? Part of the reason why I am an academic is also to inspire and challenge the younger generation on what they could contribute. So um, I, I generously share my experiences and knowledge, wisdom, as well as encouragements to all my students, emphasizing our love for science, our passion for innovation, and being a problem solver. Those are gifts to us that we need to view our research, our works in science as part of a social responsibility to serve others, to serve uh, the community, the country, and humanity in general. Well, two incredible women there. Thank you to our two researchers, Dr. Menatala El-Sarafi and Dr. Fresel Klimakosa for being this week's guests. Tune into the weekly Tradecast next week and every week for more insights on the most pressing issues around the world of trade and development. And there's even more on our website, unctad.org. I'm Sarah Toms in Geneva. Goodbye for now.